Bible prophecy proves correct every time. Learn how prophecy is proof that God exists and that he controls world events. Next on The Key of David with Gerald Flurry. Greetings, everyone. During World War I, there was a man and a woman that got on a train and sat down, and uh, they, uh, the lady began counting on her fingers and thumb, one, two, three, four, five, and she just kept incessantly doing that over and over. And then uh, after a while, some of the people began to laugh, and the husband just got up and said, Look, my wife and I have lost five sons in this war, and now I'm taking her to an insane asylum. It had driven her mad, driven her mad. Ten million people died in that war. Sixty million died in World War II. Sixty million people died in that war. And the Bible prophesies of a third war if we don't learn some lessons. There was a very famous biblical lady by the name of Rachel who had a bigger problem than this lady who lost five sons. She had two sons in, uh, in her life, Joseph and Benjamin, and, but she died at the birth of Benjamin, so she really only knew Joseph, who was the father of Ephraim and Manasseh, which happens to be Britain and America today. It happens to be Britain and America. So there is a lesson here for us that we need to learn, and God says if we heed the warning, we can avoid those tragedies like I just mentioned there, and with both ladies, we can avoid that tragedy. But let me tell you a little bit more about Rachel's tragedy. Matthew 2, verses 17 and 18. I'm not going to read this to you, but I'll just paraphrase it. It's about Rachel, and uh, this is about Christ's life, and Matthew's writing about it. And he's quoting uh, Jeremiah, who talked about Rachel having this lamentation and weeping and mourning. And she could not be comforted because she had lost her children. They were not talking about a whole race of people, certainly into nations. What is that all about? Jeremiah 31 in verses 15 and 17, let's read that from Jeremiah. Thus says the Eternal, A voice was heard in Ramah, lamentation and bitter weeping. Rachel, weeping for her children, refused to be comforted for her children, because they were not. And God goes on to say in the last part of that, And there is hope in your end. There is hope, and you can be comforted if you understand the end of all this. If you have the vision to see beyond the present. And this is talking about three nations of Israel here. There's actually over 100 prophecies that talk about this. Very end time warning, which revolves around the, the second coming of Jesus Christ. And God says, those people that heed His warning 
and get this message out to the world, we'll be protected from all of the troubles, uh, the real violent problems we see in this world today. Disciples of Jesus Christ were concerned about the end of the age, and they asked Him about that. And Christ told them this about one prophecy in Matthew 24 and verse 22. And the Moffat translation reads, quote, Had not those days been cut short, not a soul would be saved alive. The Phillips translation states, Yes, if those days had not been cut short, no human being would survive. Different translations. Another one here, the New Living Translation, renders it this way. In fact, unless that time of calamity is shortened, the entire human race will be destroyed. Entire human race. I want to talk to you today about prophecy as the proof of God. Prophecy is the proof of God. Now this. Was what I just read to you in Matthew 24, verse verse 22, was really prophesied like like 2,500 years ago, and Jesus Christ prophesied it 2,000 years ago, roughly that. And it's talking about great nations in just almost indescribable trouble and and problems. So this is really. If you look at this, it's a threat of human extermination by man himself, and it's a really an irrefutable sign that what Jesus Christ said was the truth and was proof of God's existence, the proof of God. Now, there, there's nothing like this that I just read to you in verse 22 that, uh, that we could say could even have happened until the 20th century. Now that is in, in, in itself is proof of God's existence. That's a major prophecy, you'd have to say. A real, I mean a real major prophecy. Notice this. I'll just read you a comment from the Correspondence Course 16, and we'll send this to you later if you'd like to have a copy of it. But it says here, as the prophecies of Daniel were closed and sealed until this time of the end, so too were the prophecies of Revelation. Their meaning could not be understood until the last days. And these two books, Daniel and Revelation, are a framework, a framework of end-time prophecies. Just two books that tell you so much. I have a booklet, Daniel Unlocks Revelation, and you really get uh, the essence of both of them right there in that one booklet. And if you'd like to have a copy, we'll just please request it. All of our literature is free. but. That is a very important book, but these, this this framework is not all there is to it. Of course, there are, there are over a hundred prophecies that revolve around this end time. These end time prophecies, which uh, really revolves around the second coming of Jesus Christ. 
That second coming is tied to all of these things you see developing in the world. These great countries with nuclear bombs and dictatorships by uh, Gentiles in this end time. So it all revolves around that second coming, and we need to see that prophecy is the proof of God. I mean, as I said in a recent program, every single prophecy in the Bible has been fulfilled or is being fulfilled. Now, you can prove that, but let me give you a quote from that Correspondence Course 16 again. Fulfilled prophecy is proof of the existence of God Almighty. It is proof of the divine inspiration of the Bible. It is proof that the Bible contains knowledge revealed from God that we could not otherwise discover or know. Isn't it rational and even logical, then, to believe in the God who made His revelation known thousands of years in advance? If all these prophecies that God has made had not been uh, accurate, the skeptics would have said, well, it's all fraud. Those prophecies are not being fulfilled, but yes, they are. Every single one of them is being fulfilled. That is the proof of God. Why is it that we have all of these dark, black prophecies that come upon us? Why does that have to happen? Because God has to build character within us. If you don't have the character of God, a human being is dangerous, just plain dangerous. Man is incomplete. Without the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, which is attached to our human spirit. And most people don't understand what the human spirit is, but animals don't have a human spirit. Only men have a human spirit, and only that can connect to the Holy Spirit of God. And we have a booklet on the human spirit. If you'd like a copy of that, please request it. In Jeremiah 23, verses 1 and 2, it says this. Woe be unto the pastors that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, says the Eternal. Therefore thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, against the pastors that feed my people, you have scattered my flock and driven them away, and have not visited them. Behold, I will visit upon you the evil of your doings, says the Eternal. So here we have a, a book addressed to Israel, and yet, Jeremiah only personally went to Judah. But when he wrote this in a book, he's addressing it to all Israel. That would include America and Britain, specifically, and along with the state in the Middle East, the Jewish state in the Middle East. That's all explained in our book on the United States and Britain and prophecy. But notice verse 6, In his days Judah shall be saved, and Israel shall dwell safely, and this is the name whereby he shall be called the Lord of Righteousness." So there's good news here, all following right on the heels of these terrible, terrible weapons of mass destruction that we see all around the world.
and men have always used their weapons of war, always. So what do we do about that? Verse 9, My heart within me is broken because of the prophets. All my bones shake. Here is a man that saw a vision, of just, just a vision of what is happening, what we see around us in reality coming to pass, leading up to what he's, he saw in that vision. And he said, it, the prophets just break his heart. Those false prophets that are not telling people these prophecies or proclaiming these prophecies of God, of what He says in over a hundred prophecies, is coming upon this end-time world. First Israel and then the Gentiles. That's the way it is going to be in the Bible prophecy. Verse 20, notice this, the anger of the Eternal. Plenty of that. Now, why is God angry? Because of our sins. The anger of the Lord shall not return until He have executed, until He has performed the thoughts of His heart. In the latter days you shall consider it perfectly. In the latter days you will consider it perfectly, it should say, you will understand it thoroughly. In the latter days you're going to understand all this. Somebody is going to proclaim it. Somebody's going to get out there, but most ministers don't get it out there. That's what God is saying. And these prophecies must become known to this world. And he says in verse 23, Am I a God at hand? Says the Eternal, and not a God afar off. Isn't he right there at hand? Yes, he is. But he's afar off to most people. Afar off. Why? Because of their sins. God wants to be close to us. He wants us to be building the very character of God so we can be born into His family as His own sons. That's talked about, and I have written a book on the God family vision, and it will explain all of that to you if you don't understand that. But Bible prophecy brings us close to God if we understand it in a spectacular way. Verse 29. And is not my word like as a fire, says the Eternal, and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces? Here's a, a powerful message of prophecy that uh, is like fire. It just burns up uh, spiritual chaff, just burns it up. And it has a heavy hammer that just beats down all the false religious messages. Just breaks them into pieces. It's easy to prove. We can easily prove that. Notice what it says, verse 9 All you beasts of the field came to devour, yea, all you beasts in the forest. That's Isaiah 56 in verse 9. And now verse 10 The false watchmen, his watchmen are blind, they are ignorant. They are all dumb dogs. They cannot bark, sleeping, lying down, loving to slumber. God shows you the wrong, how wrong they are, and He wants to help us so He can protect us. But just imagine this. Here you have these beasts around your house, let's just say wild beasts, and they're coming there to devour you. 
If you think it's pretty bad with some of our enemies, enemy nations, and we have a lot of them, well, God says these beasts are coming to devour you. It's worse than you think if you don't have God's protection. But even the watchmen are the are the dogs that are there. He likens them to dogs, but they won't even bark with all these beasts around the house coming to devour the people inside. That's the method they use of explaining this in, in the Bible or that Isaiah uses. But think about God say, what God says here. He says they're like dumb dogs. That's how worthless they are as far as God is concerned. And He's talking about a lot of people. Is He talking about me? Well, we, we, we have to prove that. That's your responsibility. But you can't trust any man. You can only trust God. Jeremiah 17, verse 9 says, The human mind is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Do we really believe that? Do you, do you uh, know why we warn you or why we get this message out? Because of what God says here and other places. We must get the message of God out and tell the people of this world what is coming if they don't repent of their sins. And they could and stop it. They could indeed. Just remember, though, what God says about ministers that won't warn the world about what's coming. Notice, now go write it before them in a table and note it in a book that it may be for the time to come, forever and ever. That time to come means the latter days. Over 100 prophecies talk about the latter days. And he wrote this in a book for the latter days. Notice Habakkuk 2 and verse 3 it says, For the vision is yet for an appointed time. That means the latter days. But at the end, it even tells you that in the verse, but at the end it shall speak and not lie, though it tarry. Wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. You want to hear what God says is coming in prophecy? Well, here, here's the answer to that. Yes, indeed, He does. Over 100 end-time prophecies talking about what this subject today I'm talking about. And it uh, all revolved around the greatest blessing and a truth you could hear at this time, the second coming of Jesus Christ. God is about to bring peace and joy and happiness to this earth, right on the heels of all these problems we're talking about. And we wouldn't even have to go through them if we would just heed God's warning message. We wouldn't have to. The Correspondence Course 16 talks all about those 100 prophecies and gives you a context at least for a large number of them. Notice Isaiah 29 and verse 13. And of course, this is all dual. It's for the church of God. Most of God's own church have turned away, 95% of them in this end time, and don't want to prophesy for God. But it's talking to them, and that's spiritual Israel, but it's also talking to physical Israel. And three nations in particular, 
That's explained in our book on the United States and Britain and prophecy. And verse 14 says, Therefore, behold, I will proceed to do a marvelous work among this people, even a marvelous work and a wonder. Well, Isaiah 29, verse 14, that's dual too. It's for this marvelous work and a wonder is already here, and it's going to usher in the second coming of Jesus Christ. That's what it's all about. The best news we could hear. But we, there's some bad news we could avoid if we would just heed what God says. Notice Isaiah 30 and verse 8, Now go write it before them in a table, and note it in a book for this end time, that it may be for the time to come, that's the end time, forever and ever. It, once this comes, the Second Coming comes, we're going to never, ever experience what we're experiencing on this earth today. Never again. Isn't that going to be wonderful? And can you imagine how just uh, the, the magnitude of this great blessing? Oh, how wonderful it is! And we ought to be doing everything we can today to live that way. That's what God is calling us to do. And certainly His very elect are doing that. Yeah, Isaiah will have been written in vain if we don't get this message out. But here's what the problem is, verse 10 of Isaiah 30, which say to the seers, See not, and to the prophets prophesy not, unto us right things, speak unto us smooth things, and prophesy deceits. They want smooth things. They don't want the prophecy of God. They even say, prophesy deceits. It's okay, twist it, twist it around. No wonder they, they don't understand what God says in his, in his prophecies. He would never reveal His truth to that attitude. Verse 11, Get you out of the way, turn aside out of the path, cause the Holy One of Israel to cease from before us. They even go so far as to push God right out of their, their own church, God's own people. But it also is dual. It's applying to these physical nations of Israel as well. And verse 13, Therefore this iniquity shall be to you as a breach ready to fall, swelling out in a high wall, whose breaking comes suddenly in an instant. Suddenly in an instant. God will warn us, and, and soon it, uh, it comes suddenly. And He says, He may have mercy, but then He said, He is a God of judgment in verse 18. He's a God of judgment. He does bring judgment before mercy. It may be mercy will come, but it, uh, there is judgment here. And he goes on to talk about uh, how it will be in the world tomorrow, and all of your teachers are going to be there, and they're not going to be removed in a corner anymore. And if you begin to get off track, they're going to talk to you and help you see where you're going wrong. The whole world is going to be taught by Christ and His very elect, or the first fruits that have been called out and educated at this end time, in this end time. Until next week, this is Gerald Flurry. Goodbye, friends. Bible prophecy proves correct every time. Learn how prophecy is proof that God exists and that He controls world events. God's reputation is on the line. 
His word never fails. Bible prophecy is absolutely, completely reliable. You really can live by every word of God, knowing that all of it is true. But how can you understand the message of the Bible, a coded book, when millions of people have given up trying? Request our free Bible lesson, Prophecy is the Proof of God, to discover the inspiring meaning behind the hundreds of prophecies in your Bible. Prophecy breaks down into just a handful of major areas. The four world-ruling empires of history, the end-time king of the north, king of the south, and kings of the east, the end-time national descendants of ancient Israel, the great false church, and God's one true church. You can understand it all. Study Lesson 16 of the Herbert W. Armstrong College Bible Correspondence Course, Prophecy is the Proof of God, for a thorough overview of each main prophetic subject. More importantly, learn the deep lesson of Bible prophecy. Uncover the reason why our loving God reveals the future. Understand how even the dark prophecies are ultimately positive, how they prepare the way for the second coming of Jesus Christ to solve all world problems. Prove that the return of our Savior is near. You will also receive a free copy of our booklet, What Science Can't Discover About the Human Mind. The root cause of all world problems is minds clashing with minds. Your Bible prophesies of the unparalleled punishment hurtling toward mankind if we refuse to turn to God for help. Will anyone still be alive on earth in another five or ten years? The number one problem we all face today is that of human survival. How can we explain the paradox of the human mind simultaneously capable of awesome modern progress and appalling evils? Modern science has no clue. It focuses entirely on the study of the physical realm, but world problems are spiritual in nature and require spiritual solutions. Study what science can't discover about the human mind to discover the hidden spirit component in your mind. Learn how this human spirit makes you vastly superior to the dumb animals. Understand why the human mind, while created perfect by God, is incomplete. You will be astounded by the real purpose of the human mind. All our literature is available free of charge, at no cost or obligation to you. Request Prophecy is the Proof of God and What Science Can't Discover About the Human Mind. Order now. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. All our literature is available free of charge at no cost or obligation to you. Request Prophecy is the Proof of God and What Science Can't Discover About the Human Mind. Order now. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629.
The preceding program was a paid presentation of the Key of David, brought to you by the Philadelphia Church of God.